Daniel chapter 3 King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates and all the provincial officials to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald shouted out, People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes and other musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So at the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or language, bowed to the ground and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, Long live the king! You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, securely tied, 
fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisers, Didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the god of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other god who can rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. Something in this world we don't have a shortage of is statues. Statues for the living, statues for the dead. Statues can be highly controversial. Not so long ago, a lot of statues in the US were getting pulled down because they were of Confederate soldiers and generals. And in this scripture, King Nebuchadnezzar obviously regarded his gold statue that was 90 feet high and 9 feet wide to be exceedingly important, seeing as whenever the music played, if somebody didn't bow down and worship that statue... They were going in the fire. And the three Jews, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they have my admiration, knowing which God they serve, refusing to bow down and having the integrity to stick to their faith, even at the most high cost of losing their lives for not towing the line. The photo for today's show includes a statue Well, I guess it's a bust, because it's the head only. But I have a series of photos from Roosevelt Island, New York, that are kind of similar to the one I'm sharing with you today. I really like the angles. I really like that President Franklin Roosevelt, his face is pointing one way, and the two ladies in the distance are pointing the other way. They're looking down into lower Manhattan and beyond. I went walking round Roosevelt Island for about an hour one morning and just did a circuit. 
At one end of the island is a lighthouse, and at the other there's the Franklin D. Roosevelt Four Freedoms Park, the four-acre memorial to the president. You get a tremendous view. You've got the UN building right there. You can see the Chrysler building, the Empire State building. And it's actually just a great location to photograph the New York City skyline. And what's interesting is that there's actually a derelict building just before you get to where I took this photograph. And it's a smallpox hospital where those afflicted with the disease were kept quarantined away from the rest of the city. And as I was there during the pandemic, it really made me pause for thought. I hope you like the photo for this week's episode. So until next time, take care. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.com.